0: I was thinking about it the other day, randomly. It's like, damn, we should have closed out the season on closing time by Semisonic. Man. No, man, I hate that song. <laughs> that's it's like the that Green o- Day song. That's the only way to close something out. No, it, man. it would be both uh, ironic and hilarious. It'd be like a parody, but also. It's closing time, you know, <laughs> you know, what's funny is I've, I'm noticing that like, that? if I go back and listen
1: to nineties music sometimes, yeah, some of it's just as good as it was, but most of it's like, why did I even like this? And I'm starting to realize, cause you were a lot younger that you like all that crap. I think it's an age thing. Like I was old enough to be like, okay, that was just a stage in my life. And you're like, you're, you're young enough to be like, I grew up with this. That's why I like Green Day songs.
0: I don't really like Green Day songs.
1: You like that slow one. I was just listening to an episode where you just kept. Oh, time of your life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, That's classic. (laughs) All all other Green Day songs suck. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Their first album was good. Yeah. Second album was pretty good. I've gone through periods of my life where I thought Green Day was good. And then. Now I'm in a period of my life where I think it's garbage. You know, I I won't go back and listen to them too much. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm like I can see
1: why I listened to them. That was the the energy. The energy was like perfect for my age at that time. Yeah, Offspring also. Sure, but you know the only bands I really listened to. There's only three bands that I listened to from that time period that I still listen to. Them. It's Depeche Mode, Tool, and, and Paul Simon. No, that's before <laughs> my time. There was the other one,
0: Depeche Mode Tool. Oh, and sometimes rage against the machine. Sometimes rage against the machine. That's what adulthood is called. Sometimes rage against the machine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway, closing time. that's how that's
1: that's how it leads into the intro yeah people are like what song is he talking about and then you did that shit yeah.
0: and they're like oh oh i remember that gem no i'll learn it on the i told china as a joke i was like like when we're getting ready to put atlas to bed i just want to be like well we need to learn closing time on the ukulele so so that we just lay him down and he knows when he hears closing time by semi sonic that uh that it's time for bed who's got the time really you know i've ai bought china a nice ukulele a couple years back and uh she doesn't know how to play it. She doesn't know how to play it, you're right. But I bought her the ukulele because I knew that I was gonna, over time, learn how to play the ukulele. And she wanted the ukulele. And I was like, well, this works out for both of us. Yeah. You know, I think it's the abalone inlays. They always, that's how you get people. You're like, yeah, did you notice these abalone inlays? And they're like, oh, fancy. Yeah,
1: my new YouTube algorithm showed, gave me a new band that is very guitar oriented, but it's I wouldn't say Hansen is guitar-oriented. It's not Hanson. It's Christian. new. It's new. Oh. Polyphia. And they're somewhat new. Man, you would listen to some weird
0: shit that no one's heard of. Man, Pro- I never heard of it. You
1: said prolifia? Polyphia. Polyphia. And this guy on this guitar is something else. Yeah. What are we talking about on the episode today so I can get away from this? Well, I thought you'd mentioned we had a fun episode last summer break on bigfoot i went back to the same author actually i have more than the same author but just in case hold on (laughs) were you did you not come prepared i did not i
0: (laughs) I, knew oh
1: no no i have it on my phone i I sent it to myself just some additional content but I think we're gonna we're gonna have fun with this story. Scary, but Bigfoot. Last last year we just talked about some of our Bigfoot stories were kind of heartwarming. Yeah, going. the guy's painting, and Bigfoot keeps poking his head out. Yeah, I think that's pretty heartwarming. Wasn't there one where the
0: lady fell off the path and twisted her ankle, and Bigfoot carried her back? To- or no, pushed down a, a tree to block a roadway so that eventually they would hear her, right?
1: Oh, that was another one.
0: Yeah, we're a couple. I don't of- I don't remember one carrying her back. I'm but. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Like if, I can't remember what I had for breakfast last week. So. Well, if, if our listeners
1: remember that and we did not tell that story, let us know. Yeah. Because that was a good story, too. But I'm pretty sure we told that in the first one.
0: Yeah. That was with Alex and Chris. I believe it was. Yeah, that was a fun episode. We actually have a pretty long video on. I think the episode is on YouTube. Like the entire video episode is on YouTube. It's a long ass. I remember how long I was sitting there editing that thing. That's probably why I have back problems. But yeah, it was fun. The, the videos we did last summer were pretty fun. So if you haven't checked out the YouTube page, before you dive into these Bigfoot stories, we should just tell them that there's great stuff they can find on YouTube. We never tell them that. That's your job. Yeah, it's the secret. It's the secret that we've held on to, but we're giving you guys this information now. Hey, spoiler alert. There's more stuff out there. You can find it. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook and Instagram at Pod. It's on TikTok at TFT Paranormal, and it's on a merch store. You can wear weird things that we have on your body. It's doable. You can make that happen right now. It's not only doable, it's beneficial and it's encouraged. So, yeah, go check out the web store. It's at thefreakydeaky.com. And if you have a Bigfoot story of your own that you'd like to share with us, scary or heartwarming, you can send it to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. And that's the stuff, guys. <laughs> Those are the things. That's where you can find us. Yes. So anyway, now to the scary Bigfoot stories, please. Let's begin. All right. I thought we'd start off in Alaska. Boo. Oh,
1: wait. No, that's great news. Yeah. Go for it. Let's do that. Okay. So this is probably like 10 or so years ago. Mm. And again, to set it up, this, these, this comes from a book put together by Rusty Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah.
0: Who, uh, yeah, who yeah. has a
1: lot of Bigfoot stories? Yeah, he's a fishing guide, and they after they fish, they have what he what he calls the Dutch oven dinner.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah. So you yeah, just let it go. Just let it yeah. go. <laughs> Listen to last step, last summers. There you go. Yeah. Um. And and the people he he guides for will sometimes tell him Bigfoot story. So in this case, there was a guy who whose special he was an archaeologist who whose specialty was Arctic archaeology and he pointed out that he was not affiliated with an alaskan university Hmm. he was kind of he didn't admit which university he was was in but it wasn't in alaska but he got got a call about a site you know on the bering sea an old village that the the you had called about you know it's on the coast and as the sea level's kind of rising and getting violent it's getting to the point where this little archaeological site's going to get washed away. Mm. And they determined it was at least like about 400 to 600 years old, maybe older. The elder called in somebody. He called the Arctic expert. And so he put together a team, came to Alaska, and they basically set up a dig. The place they're going is like near a native Alaskan village. That they, but the elder wants to preserve the history for, for his people. So they, because they know it's going to disappear because the ocean's going to wash it away. So this team comes up to do this dig, and so they set up their camp around the dig because they're going to be there all summer. And they and then you know they get to this place, and it's first off they, they kind of feel weird because it's really subdued in this area. They're gotcha. excited for the dig, but it's kind of a more subdued atmosphere. Mm. So they're um, all like melancholy about it, like oh yeah. it's the dig, of course, right? Not quite that bad, but mm. just, they just feel a little off. Gotcha. Because most stories with Bigfoot, you feel a little off at some point. Yeah. You know, uh,
0: probably, especially the point where you're like, is that Bigfoot right there? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, uh, things are a little off. Yeah. So, it, um, sorry, t- I'm asking so many questions. I just want to feel like I'm also there. Yes. I'm trying. I'll try to make sure you're there. Thank you. Make it immersive. Okay. What am I doing in a
1: story as well? Let me, this is the part where you have to cut out a little bit of dead space. Cause I
0: want to find, I I have just the thing to fill this dead space with. Closing. <laughs> mm. Uh, I know okay so
1: during this period it's 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 the time of the little
0: ice age the little ice age yeah how how adorable the little ice age affected the whole (laughs) world at the time and also the little ice age is going to be our the name of our second children's book underneath the freaky deaky children's book umbrella the littlest ice age yeah that's a good one yeah you're welcome don't steal that from us (laughs) corporate america right so
1: at this time, food's scarce because the winters are lasting longer, they're more severe yeah you know that, a lot of people died in Europe during this time period, but got them so life was hard in this area mm. preach now around this time, I come to find out there was something called the bow and arrow wars
0: the I'm sorry the bow and arrow awards. Do you not hear? (laughs) No. Or do I not speak? Uh, It could be a little bit of both. I heard the bow and arrow awards. No, the bow and arrow wars. Wars. Gotcha. Gotcha. So this sounds like it might be
1: racist. I mean, it's, it's probably an old title. Canceled. Yeah. From a time where people didn't think that there were issues with certain things. And were there (laughs) though? Maybe. Let's (laughs) let's not get into that. So that's what it was called. The reason these these different Native Alaskans were fighting each other at this time is because the Little Ice Age had made things scarce. And scarcity makes people fight. You As know, you do. That never would. You know, they get to this site, they get everything set up, and they, they're they basically focusing on what's a large sod house. That's basically where everybody would, you know, meet or stay and type of thing. So they're digging there. And they start digging. You know, it takes some time, but they find these big, they're like arrowheads, but they're not because they're hmm. too big.
0: Like spearheads? Like spear tips? You get ahead of the story. Uh, sorry, I'm very... Well, I told you I'm there. So yeah. I'm, I'm seeing yeah. the pieces. No, well. I, oh, that's, guys, this is kind of like spear tips, right? Yeah. Yeah. That so was me in the background saying
1: that. that yeah. And that's what... But the, the archaeologists just were like, no, they're not spear tips. They're just... Why are these even here? Because they're just tips. And they're embedded in, the, sod, in the, the walls of this sod house. Yeah, just the tips. Yeah, just the tips. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, you know, and they're like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. One of the cool artifacts they're finding... And a couple of days like later, the, the village elder comes and he's walking around with his granddaughter to see what they're doing and talk to him. So they show him these like these artifacts, these like arrowhead type artifacts, and he like goes pale and gets really nervous. And one of the things before this guy took the dig that the person who was in charge of organ- getting it set up, yeah, we'll call him Dave because I think that's his name in the book. Oh, well, that's a good place to start. There. Yeah. So Dave's telling this professor that uh, the pick aren't normally superstitious people, yeah. but some people won't go near this site. Interesting. So, why do you think that is? I'll tell you why. Some have claimed that there are spirits walking around this old village, and some were chased while on snow machines in the area. So the elder didn't really explain too much of it, but there were, there were already stories of the village going on, you know, before this, where the people from this village wouldn't go see their ancestors' little home from 400 years ago. Where I left off was the elder came to the dig site, they showed him the artifacts, which were they thought were large arrowheads. Yeah. The elder kind of turned pale and started acting weird and basically told these people, that makes sense. That's why that's why everybody was seeing these dark, dark spirits in our village last night. Giants. Yeah. They didn't say giants, but I guess Bigfoot to some people could be giant. The guy tells them he has, these people have to leave because they're stirring up shit or they're waking something up or irritating something. Poking the bear. Yeah. Yeah. So then the the elder and his granddaughter leave pretty quickly after that. And they're like, we just got everything spread out. We're like a couple feet down. We're starting to find things, including they found like kayaks. But the kayaks were stored inside this little housing structure. And and like I say little, but it was big enough to have multiple families in it at a time. But the kayaks were stored inside, which they'd never seen before in the Arctic. They were stored outside because they're kind
0: of big. Um, Bigfoot was stealing the kayaks. You wake up in the morning, you're just like, what is that out on the, is that Bigfoot out on the lake? Yeah. So, and it was, it was very
1: important because these kayaks were sometimes built around the person that was going to be using them specific to them for size Mm -hmm. so i mean it was a it was a pretty important thing in this community throughout history you know their kayaks were like part of their life so it fit them you know if you were taller smaller wider you know and it probably also helped keep their diet in check well you would think the funny thing is when you go back that long the diet was pretty consistent yeah yeah and your your and the amount of work you did wherever you were in the world was not you know, we didn't sit around playing video games all day, eating you know
0: carbohydrates that do mm, yes. you not know, have no nutritional value. Hey, nutritional value can suck a fat one. All right? <laughs> Cheetos well, see, are the bomb. Yeah, even though, even after I learned Christian that it's pretty much the same thing as packing peanuts, just baked and cheddar coated. They're still the bomb. Isn't that amazing? No, it's not. It's very unfortunate that I'm addicted to them. Yeah. So the guy leaves, and these people are
1: stressing. Yeah, but. They're like, no, we're going to keep digging until they were forced to leave, basically, Hmm. because they'd spent a lot of money there, you know, to to set this up. Yeah, they have to, you know, keep an eye on their assets. Yeah, and they're coming from the lower 48. So they had to take plane rides to get to this area and all that stuff. Because, you know, Alaska, I mean, if you're not in Alaska, Alaska can be pretty remote. And where they're at Hmm. is very remote. Very. Yeah. So basically everywhere they look, they found things. Because the temperature was warming. The permafrost and stuff like that was thawing. Mm. So they're finding like
0: ulus, which are those cutting tools. Yeah, yeah I see them in cars all the time. They try to yeah. get me, buy one, get one free. Not today, cars. Yeah. Not any day. I don't need 15 ulus. No, Sorry.
1: no. Pieces of kayaks, baskets, bundles, eating utensils. And almost at my feet, the guy said, a belt of caribou te- teeth. So they were finding
0: some cool stuff, some cool old stuff. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, you think a belt of caribou teeth is cool stuff? When when you're an
1: archaeologist, that's
0: pretty cool. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. You're
1: yeah. Like, oh, someone fashioned. Look at this jewelry. Yeah. So, and then, um, I think they found ended up with 1,700 artifacts that they sent back to the lab to be stabilized, Damn. Which, so that they
0: could, you know, so they didn't fall apart. What do you think postage cost on something like that? <laughs> 1,700 artifacts. They probably back had a, a special special plane that yeah. flew in. <laughs> They're not like priority
1: mail this shit. But I'm, I'm pretty sure they had to box it up because yeah. you can't just send stuff like that over the, you know, anywhere whether it's mail or an airplane because once you start pulling it out of the ground a lot of the stuff starts falling apart because it's sold. Mm. They it did complain about the, the mosquitoes. As you would. Yeah, Alaska's. Checks out. The story yeah. is true. So once they found these parts of weapons that this elder he he basically did not tell him, these these archaeologists, why they were bigger. He just shut up about them and told them they had to leave. Mm. And the archaeologists are like, we've never seen anything like this before. This is not something that should have been used in the bow and, war, bow and arrow wars because it's too big. Yeah, And so, you know, obviously we're foreshadowing Bigfoot already. So that everybody settles down, they do their thing, the end of the day, the guy goes to sleep, mm. the main guy. But before he get, wakes up to go to the bathroom, which... Are we talking about David?
0: No, David was the
1: guy that's contacted the professor. Mm,
0: I thought David was the main guy for no, a second. No, he
1: was the one that was like, hey, you got to bring
0: your crew up here and study this. Yeah, well, I'm in the back, so I saw... But it's hard to tell the back of people's heads sometimes. They have similar back of the heads. David, yeah, exactly. The that, David's not even there. Yeah, so, but I am. So. Yeah, you are.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you're swatting mosquitoes. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, and the and the sun's
0: kind of bright. Yeah, and there's Got only your sunblock. Yeah, and there's only one song on our summer playlist. <laughs> it's <laughs> closing time. Yeah, I know who I want to take me on, but that's a nice story. Anyway, back to your story. So the guy goes to sleep that night, wakes up, has to pee. Mm, ain't that the deal, you know?
1: You know, which you're going to have to do. Hey, who among us? But when you're in Alaska, out in the middle of nowhere, that's a little dangerous. Mm. Not because of Bigfoot necessarily, but there's bears.
0: Yeah, and mosquitoes that...
1: Yeah. The so he's like logistics. looking over and he's like, sees something. Can't really tell what it is, but he feels watched. And he like... And and so he goes back to his tent and he can kind of hear things, like mm. some chattering oh. or some talk. Something walks through the camp, but everybody is asleep and it sounds... But they think it's a bear, basically. Mm. So, but then he falls asleep and he has a dream. And in the dream, he's in the same place, but hundreds of years ago. During their dig, they found the door to this house... Because sure, yeah. archaeologists can figure out what part that is the door based on the doorknob. No, there's nothing there, man. <laughs> it's just like timbers deep in the in the sod. Timbers deep. I like yeah, that so phrase. Yeah, so everything above ground is gone mm. because it's rotted away. The elements got it and stuff like that. Yeah. But you can tell by structures if you're an archaeologist what the door is. So in this dream, he's like basically standing off, watching the former residents of this little. Little village yeah. or camp, you know, interacting, walking around, playing, going in the store. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he thinks it's weird, but like maybe some people dream about their digs. And especially if you know the history of stuff like that. Yeah. So they keep digging the next day. They're finding more. The guy goes back to sleep the next night and has another dream. And this time he's from above watching this village and it's night. And, like, he sees the people rushing into this little community home, like, building that they're working on. And then they bar the door. And then these shadowy figures are there, kind of banging on the door. Yeah. You can't really tell what they are, but they're big, shadowy figures. Wow. So he's kind of a little freaked out. As anyone would probably be in a situation like this, yes. But he wakes up and starts digging again the next day you know, going along similar stuff. And that's the day they start finding the bodies Yeah. So in this dwelling, they're finding all types of ages too. Like their skulls and stuff like that. And some of them have wounds and there's more of those weapon parts in them. And so it's kind of freaky in a way, but also if you're an archeologist or anthropologist, excuse me, you're like, well, hell's bells. Check yeah. this out. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you love that stuff. But then he goes to sleep again the next night, as most people do. Yeah, yeah. and he dreams again. This time in the dream, he's inside this dwelling, and he's looking at the women and children and the, and the men, and he he basically has this vision, like he is a daughter of somebody, and that dot da- her her father is like blocking her and her mother from the doorway, and you can hear the banging can hear the noise you can feel the place shaking Mm. and then these things break down the door and it's bigfoot a bunch of bigfoot and they come in there with these spears and they're they basically kill everybody in this dwelling and he's and he's watching it in his dream Mm. he's seeing through her eyes until basically her and her mother are killed
0: not what you want to see yeah so probably not the
1: pov you're looking for no yeah so now he's a little freaked out and during this time there's things walking around their camp there's yeah. things making noise there's things messing with their equipment so you know at they kept digging trying to get through it and then at some point the guy's like got with his group and he finds out they're having weird dreams and they're experiencing some of these things and then all of a sudden they're like no we gotta go yeah so they're like boxing up all their stuff really quick because now they're all convinced there's something time. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all it's and it's like these are all scientists and yeah. stuff like that. You know, that kind of or historians, people that don't normally believe that kind of stuff. There's always a rational explanation. Yeah. But they can feel it in the village. Weird stuff's been happening since they found the weapons. The elder pulled this crap because at first the guy didn't want to tell the rest of the people mm. what the elder had said because he didn't want to stress him out. Yeah. But at some point, once the dreams and the things that are walking around the, you know, of it, around their camp, he told them and they're like, nope, we're going, yeah. you know, the people were all fine. They were all happy to leave, took them multiple plane trips to get out of there and type type of thing. Yeah. You normally hear the nice Bigfoot stories or maybe one chase issue. You. you don't get too many where, you know, for a fact, these people were killed. By something that wasn't normal yeah and these large arrowheads ended up being spear points basically
0: that killed this group of native alaskans 400 years ago and what's great about this story is that yeah it's a physical bigfoot story right right scary physical bigfoot murderous even yeah but on the end of that you have this information being shared through dreams yeah, so it's like a like you know, there's people that, like the 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 woohoo Bigfoot people that are, think it's all supernatural or paranormal entities or you know portal jumpers or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, and then there's physical people, but this story blends that a little bit because the dreams points to something like more spiritual or energy or. Well, and I think we talked about it a little bit in last
1: summer's episode. That, for, that feeling you get when there's a Bigfoot around support, you know, according to what everybody talks about, the quietness, the, the quietness, the darkness, some people just get like really down that Bigfoot stank. Yeah. You yeah. know, but this one is like, okay, these things are in your head, but also we've heard that too before because,
0: you because know, the, the book where the big four, where the, the footprints end. I
1: don't rem- Oh yeah. That, that talks a lot about it. Right. Mm. I haven't read that book yet, but I've heard you about
0: should. it sitting right there. Yeah. You've
1: told me to read it, but mm. I have to read a lot of books for this podcast. You do. You do. So.
0: So get to work, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just call it? <laughs> See, <I> can't. that <laughs> can only say that to white people. God, get out of here. Um, that's going to have to be a bleeped part. Yeah, they're going to be like, what did he, get a racial sometimes, slur? Yeah. Sometimes
1: that's better, though, the bleeping, because
0: then people just insert so, their own yeah. word and it works better. I, I call my, my son a monkey. He's got hairy ass feet. Mm-hmm. he's got fucking he's still got hair like lining his ear that's like, normal like a, like a like a mohawk of hair on his ear yeah and i'm like bro that's where does that go that's evolution that shows you what we used he's to a look like man he's a little wolf man yeah. is what he is it's a mil- million
1: years ago we had more hair mm. and we looked like bigfoot and we, we were known to make big spears and attack people as we dream walked as you do now, there's a place we should go visit, but... Dreamwalking. In the end of the story, hmm. after these guys left, the ocean did come up, come in and wash away everything. So, so we can't go there is what you're saying? No. we. I mean, you would think that if there's a Bigfoot there, it's still in that area, but Just it's, higher up. it's not connected to the little camp or, or place that they killed a bunch of humans, for whatever reason. Maybe because it was the Little Ice Age, maybe things were scarce for them, too, so maybe... Maybe they had to hunt down the humans because the humans weren't hunting down their food.
0: I mean, these are all uh, options. Yeah. That's an interesting story. I like that one. Yeah. I
1: mean, I, I like it too, but it's scary as hell. Yeah. Like we can imagine a lot of things. A lot of humans talk about Bigfoot. But we re- do we really think too much about like a whole bunch of them coming in and stabbing you with spears?
0: I don't think we do. No. no, I don't think we do. Because uh, the idea of seeing one Bigfoot alone is kind like, of like, oh shit, am I going to make it out alive? The idea that there's multiple just, you know, bum rushing your door with giant spears to kill you and your family. Yeah. You're definitely yeah, at that point. you're like I don't think we're making this out. Of- I don't feel I don't I've looked I've pulled a Dr. Strange, if you will. <laughs> I've looked at every possible outcome for this and we are not making it out alive yeah. at all. Right. I just had to use that before you did because I knew you're going to reach for it. I knew you're going to find some Marvel reference to-, to tie this in, you know? There's
1: there some one of our listeners is developing a drinking game based on things
0: we say and Marvel is one of them. Oh, nice! I gave that as a suggestion recently. That's so weird. You know, what's actually really weird about it is <laughs> that you're telling me this before that episode has even aired, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, which yeah. means that we put the idea out there into the universe, and someone in your life grabbed onto that idea before they even knew that we talked about it. somebody on our Facebook page, someone on our Facebook page grabbed onto that before they even knew that we talked about it when we're in a very weird vortex with this podcast at times. And it is creepy to see. Now we know how Bigfoot invaded dreams in this last story. Similar. Yeah. So think about that, everyone. Yeah. Bye. No. No, that's the end of this episode. Get out of here.
1: All right. This is one of my favorite Bigfoot stories I've read, even though it's really horrifying. This dreamwalking one? Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. But I mean, Bigfoot is always talking to people without talking. We've heard the stories of how like these people that have these experiences can hear what Bigfoot's saying, but Bigfoot ain't
0: saying shit. Yeah. Yeah. My question, I guess, for this would be is, do you think that it was in this story, the Bigfoot that like spawned the dreams for these people as like warnings like, hey, get the fuck out or this is going to happen to you too? Or... I think this
1: is like ghost places where there's an imprint in this area because of mm-hmm. the tragedy and because of that, or maybe, you know, take it up another step. These, the you pick people that died are protecting these people. Yeah. You know, the spirits are. Are here to be like hey this is what really happened yeah and if you stay here much longer because they're over here in the village experiencing these things mm-hmm. and now you're experiencing them
0: yeah get out that was going to be my my second one was do you think it's like a spiritual land type of situation where it's like these are the ancestors of this land are like saying hey you know trust me you don't want to be here yeah even after that warning like hey you guys got to get out and
1: and to me also any aboriginal people in any of the lands, yeah. you know, whether you're going down to like Australia, New Zealand, you know, the Lower Forty Eight with Native Americans, mm-hmm. they have such a better connection to the land that I could almost see that Mother Earth mm-hmm. and the the Earth spirits would help communicate, help you know, yeah. the Aboriginal people in these different parts of the world communicate because they have a healthier relationship to the land than say us modern humans yeah. who are. Just, very good at destroying the land
0: and that it really do be like that yeah. yeah so yeah do you think anyone else cringes nearly as hard as i do every time you say mother earth or, or do you think it's just that is kind of no, it's such a weird like i i was editing episodes recently and you said mother earth like four times in an episode i was like Ugh. isn't it that is kind of weird it just feels odd it feels so weird it's, I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just the phrase mother earth It just sounds very hippie-ish to me like like way too hippyish, you know. What I, mean? I think it, it as a younger Christian,
1: yeah. not that kind of Christian. It was different, but now that I'm like, especially since I've moved to Alaska, and you kind of see the beauty, mm. you know, that you we maybe we didn't see in the desert. Yeah, you see beauty in the desert. It's different, sure, but yeah, yeah, it is different. But I think I could go back to the desert now and appreciate that beauty more than I did before. The, the desert beauty is very brief. Well, it's especially the past moments. The desert beauty is best at night. Exactly. You from know, sunset to dusk. Yeah. Is, and also the after dark, because the stars are so amazing when you're away from town. They really do be like that. Yeah. So, you know, I think as I appreciate the beauty of the world more now, that's mm. probably why I call <laughs> it that hippie term. Yeah. Our Earth Mother has
0: provided us with
1: great beauty. Gaia. Should I just call, call her Gaia now?
0: I mean... Will that make you feel better? I think it's a brand of beans, but by all means... Man. It's also a TV channel. Yeah. This week on Gaia. Gaia. And Goya is the beans, right? Yeah, I think something like that. I <laughs> was close. It was a guy. No, not really, man. Not really thinking, close. Is that beans? No. Anyway. Yeah, so if you're a fan of Bigfoot stories, and I, we've gotten plenty of messages and emails. People have been like, yo, where that sweet, sweet Bigfoot content at? And it's like we, I mean, it takes us a while to get back to Bigfoot, but we mm-hmm. always love circling back around. Maybe it'll just be a summer topic. Maybe in the summer we talk about Bigfoot more. But I think in the summer we talk like this weird, where basically I'm
1: telling you Big. I, I think yeah. that because these it's, are stories like like last summer we didn't write it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, I it's just it one tales. Friends, I'm just right? telling tales to Scott, which also probably keeps us from getting in trouble. But Rusty Wilson is, is a my favorite author on Bigfoot stories because there's no agenda. It's just people telling about telling him about their experiences, and yeah. I don't feel like they're trying to convince me. I don't feel like there's blurry pictures of or there's people suiting up in an ape's suit mm-hmm. and walking at a distance away. I, these are just stories where you're like, you get in into it, yeah,
0: and you can kind of feel it differently. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the day, what this is, it's just a bunch of friends. Uh, sharing a Dutch oven and diving into Bigfoot, which is all anyone ever actually wants. Exactly. That's At, the, after a good day of fishing. Yeah. Yeah, get that fishing, get that Dutch oven loving and Bigfoot if,
1: stories. And if you want to hear more of these stories, go get Rusty Wilson on. Yeah. And on any of the platforms, even if it's a real dead tree type book, you can get it there too.
0: Amazon. Yeah. And maybe we should talk to Rusty Wilson. We can reach out to him, have him come on the show. We do enjoy his stories. And if you enjoyed this story, you're going to love coming back next week because there's more of that sweet, hot, juicy, sexy Bigfoot action coming right back at you a mere seven days from now, unless you listen to this on Wednesday, in which case tomorrow. You know what? I'm not going to get lost in the calendar again. That happens from time to time. It gets me every time. I can't do it. My mind is not built for that. Thanks for tuning in. Find us on the socials at Freaky Deaky Pod at TFT Paranormal on TikTok. Send in your Bigfoot stories to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. And we'll see you next week. And the only aspect of time I do fully understand (laughs) is closing time. Send it home, buddy. Closing time.
1: back.